Welcome to Rejuvenated Women, Impeccable Health for High-Performing Women. Each week, we feature interviews, information, and inspiration that will motivate you to transform from overwhelmed, overworked, and overweight to vibrant, energetic, and on fire. My name is Dr. Alex Ridley, selfless syndrome expert, women's health coach, and alternative medicine practitioner. I specialize in health for busy and driven women. Listen weekly as I share the tools, perspective, and knowledge you need to lose weight, boost your energy, and fall in love with yourself so that you can serve the world with an even bigger impact. Hello and welcome back to Rejuvenated Women, Impeccable Health for High-Performing Women. This is episode 61 and I am excited to welcome back to the show, Dr. Andrea Purcell, who is a naturopathic uh, physician in Arizona and California. And she has been on the show before when we had a very exciting conversation around menopause that I know many of you have enjoyed. And I'm hoping today's conversation will be just as exciting. We're going to be talking about being over 35 and pregnant, which is something that Dr. Purcell has experienced herself and written a book about. And I'm excited just to talk about because it's a conversation that I feel we need to have and kind of get into this whole discussion around what the heck is geriatric pregnancy and you know what's really different about having a child later in life so dr purcell welcome back to the show so much dr alex i'm happy to have this conversation i myself was a mature which i say instead of being geriatric pregnancy aka old um but you know i I think of pregnancy really in women who are younger up to age 34, and they're really another subset of women 35 and older who are pregnant, want to be pregnant, want to be first-time moms, and really it's a subspecialty within pregnancy, and I think a lot of times um, women are maybe not properly there or there's a lot of in that because we need to are up with um, some of the risks with women over 35. Absolutely. And, you know, I, so in the other hat, I, where we were talking a little bit before we started recording, you know, I'm a, a perinatal chiropractor. And so I, I see a lot of pregnant moms and, and babies in that side of my practice. But I think on both, like just physically and in terms of our hormones and in terms of our life scenario, like I'm 36 right now. I had a kid when I was 28 and I think about having a baby right now. And I, it's just, it's kind of overwhelming because it feels really different, you know, eight years later. And so I'd love to dive in. Like, what are some of the things that either, you know, maybe we can start with you sharing your story. Like what, what was it like being a mature, how did you phrase it? Mature pregnancy? Mature mama. mama. Yes. (laughs) I love that. Love that term. Well, um, I'm happy to share my story and I want to because I really want to connect with other people who are watching and let you know, you know, if you're over 35 right now and you're pregnant that you're not alone and a lot of what you're going through is is your story but you you need to relate to other people who went through it. And really part of me writing this book was my own um processing of it and I take you know women through week by week of what it's like but I think the biggest risks associated with being 35 and over are one you know we've lived on planet earth for three maybe four decades and if we haven't taken really great care of our health which what does that even mean 
um, you know, because we're not, we're not taught that in schools, how to take care of ourselves, then we could be having some pre-existing conditions that set us up for higher risks during pregnancy, okay? Also, we have been on planet Earth, which is a beautiful place, but it's also a polluted place. And so what that means is that we've accumulated toxins over our three or four decades on planet Earth, which then can affect our developing fetus, right? So that's what makes us high risk. Also, statistics will say, okay, women over five have a higher risk of having a child with Down syndrome. Women over 35 have a greater chance of having multiple births, which puts you in high risk, right? So if you're carrying twins as opposed to one baby. An increased chance of prolonged labor. Well, why is that? Well, because we become more rigid with age and tighter and more tense. We're less buoyant and flexible and boundy yourself, you're saying, hey, I had my child when I was, I think you said 26 or something, right? As compared to being maybe 36, right? So the tissues change, our bodies change so that it increases the rate, you know, of prolonged labor, which then causes more stress to the baby. And then women end up having more C-sections when they're older. So it's all of these things that go into, oh, you're, th oh, you're 35, oh, you're high risk or your advanced maternal age. Um, and for me, I got pregnant at 39 and delivered right before I turned 40. So um, this is a very real walk for me. And the first thing that I recognized as um, my body was changing was that when I went to my OB, she was concerned with the baby. She was not concerned with me. She was not concerned with my symptoms, how I felt, the fact that I, you know, was uh, you know, a, a business owner myself, and I had patients that I had to see, and I was running a business, like none of that mattered. Oh, you're constipated, you have heartburn, you can't sleep, like your feet are swollen too bad. Like all I'm concerned about is this baby. So I knew I had to reach out and get some additional help. And I'm so glad that you're certified. I, you know, we were talking about in Webster Chiropractic, which is something that helped me during my pregnancy. Um, so I think the message for women who are older saying, hey, you need to get a village and you need to help yourself get a village to really take good care of yourself during the pregnancy so all the wheels just don't fall off the bus um you know and you become riddled with so much fear as a result of the conventional medical system pushing uh, many extra tests and precautions and genetic testing and things on you um, it's important to have that village. And I'm happy to talk about, you know, well, what does it mean to have a village? Yeah, no, I, I think that would be a great conversation because even those who, you know, maybe you don't fall into this category of, of being over 35. Like when I was pregnant, I also felt just the effect, and maybe it's because we function, you know, you and I are both in more of the natural medicine world, but a lot of Western medicine is so fear driven. And so I think there's a lot that psychologically can just seem overwhelming. So let's talk about like, what, what would that village include? You know, what are, yeah. who, who, who's so, in our village? <laughs> in my village, I had my conventional OB. Okay. Right. So, uh, and what that, that means is medical doctor, hospital privileges, like the standard uh, prenatal visits, all of that. Then I had my nurse midwife, right? So my nurse midwife functions more like holistic, okay, this is what we could do to alleviate your heartburn. Um, you know, okay, this is happening. You know, she referred me to the Webster chiropractor, right? So now I, that's three people on my team. So I have my OB, I have my nurse midwife, 
Um, and then the chiropractor who helped me, right? So right. you know, because you help women with this all the time. So back pain, pelvic pain, pubic bone pain, hip pain, like all of like your whole pelvic area is shifting. And in order to walk, which is important to do, right? in order to go to work, sit, get up off the floor, if you have other small kids, like this is important for just movement. Also, you know, you want to move during pregnancy because it gives you a better chance of having a natural delivery as opposed to just being stuck and rigid and bedridden because your hips are out or something like that. So those are the three. Then I had my doula, who was my birth when I went into labor. Um, and then, you know, this journey, I like to divide it into three parts. It's the pregnancy journey, it's the delivery journey, and then it's the breastfeeding, you know, the, you know, journey. And you really have to prepare for kind of like three marathons back to back. So who's your team going to be after you deliver? And your team then needs to consist of your placenta encapsulation person, because I'm a firm believer in placenta encapsulation, helping with postpartum depression and preventing it. So that's one. And also some of the nutrient deficiencies that ensue if there's a lot of blood loss, like rebuilding the iron super quick. Um, and then of course, your lactation specialist who needs to be on speed dial if you plan on breastfeeding. Yeah. So many moms, even though like, even if you're on, you've had multiple kids, breastfeeding can be, and that's, you know, that's the number one thing I tend to see families with post postpartum is in that fourth trimester is latching issues. And, you know, so I, I adjust and we're kind of talking about my other hats on the show today with that. That's cool. I like that. Um, so, you know, I, I adjust pregnant moms and then babies and, and mom after baby's born, but um, it can be such a frustration and it's, it's a learning process. And I think a lot of us don't realize that we just want it to work right away. Uh, yeah. We're just like, Hey, you know, God gave, like, they're going to feed my child. They're going to work. And, you know, yeah. they work. But, you know, there's, there's a balance between them. And I think um, just kind of preparing for that time. So you're caught with a starving, screaming baby at the 11th hour on a Saturday night and just feeling like you're in it. So just setting yourself up for success and having those people on your team. Yeah, absolutely. So I totally relate to creating that team as well like at any stage but definitely in your more mature years we shall say um this is an interesting question just because this past year has made a lot of changes to like who's allowed to be at births and you know what resources you can have and all of that do you have any suggestions like if someone's pregnant right now and maybe only their spouse can be there like any thoughts or have you come across anybody that has a workaround for you mean, so um, one of the things to do is if you can find an OB that also has nurse midwives that work at office so that they have hospital privileges just like your OB. So then the nurse midwife would be able to have hospital access and eat you at the hospital before mm -hmm. even the OB to be there. So that option. Um, also, I have heard of other women putting their doulas really just like on their iPad where their doula is walking them through the birth process, even though they're not physically in the room with them. Um, and, you know, we just have to ask for a little bit more support from the spouse to kind of coordinate that. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. 
Um, I like I, those were both my ideas. I just wondered if you had any <laughs> any additional ones because it has you know a lot's changed like just between the normal stuff that is normally part of birth and now we add in this layer of everything that's happened with the pandemic and it it's a little it can be different for a lot of a lot of people. Um, what I guess recommendations or or what things do you suggest just to help? stay as healthy as possible during pregnancy you know let's talk about um pre-pregnancy because i think it starts yeah. there, right so Absolutely. it takes a healthy egg 120 days to to fully form and develop right so um the statistics in the u.s are a little wacky i think it's um you know 51 percent of people get pregnant you know and then because they're really not trying and then they're pregnant and it's a surprise and then they start taking prenatal vitamins. But in, you know, as we get older and we come, become more aware, there's a level of patience that comes with age and there's also a level of body awareness and knowledge that comes with age, right? And so if, if you're waited all this time to be almost between 35 and 40 to get pregnant, then there's been a reason, right? And so you most likely are consciously going into this at this point, you're making a choice. And so what I tell women is if you're 35 and over and you want to become a mom, the first thing to do is let's start, if you are carrying excess weight, let's try to get it down. Try to lose about 10% of your, you know, excess weight of your body weight, bring it down so that you're uh, feeling better in your body, you're feeling lighter, and then start working on doing some type of detox or cleanse. I'm not talking about a water fast or a juice fast, but I'm talking about a healthy three week detox or something where you can start liberating and freeing up your own body's ability to heal, reducing inflammation, clearing out the organs of elimination and just preparing. You wanna think about your body like a garden where you're tilling the soil and you're preparing the soil to plant a really healthy egg that's been fertilized and grow egg into your new family member. And so, um, just starting with the detox, you don't want to be detox. If you're already trying to get pregnant, you don't want to be detoxing because that's not healthy either. Cause then we talk about liberating toxins into the bloodstream that now this brand new fertilized egg is having to deal with. So you really have to consciously go about it by one. I'm going to, if I'm carrying excess weight, I want to get it down. I do want to do a detox to make my garden soil healthy as possible. And then after the detox, you commit to eating at least five servings of fruit vegetables every day. Juices are super good because of the micronutrients that they provide at the cellular level. And so, you know, if I'm a green juice every day, I say go and do that. You want to start your prenatals really three three to six before you start trying to get pregnant. Because again, it takes 120 days for that healthy egg to form and you wanna have all the building blocks on board so that everything works the way it should. And what I mean by building blocks, it's kind of like when you're baking a cake and you put flour in and sugar in and you add the baking soda. Well, those prenatals are the building blocks for making sure you have proper eye formation and brain formation in your, in your soon to be developing fetus, right? So, so all of that's extremely important. Um, and I think that sets you up because the truth is, I mean, 
when I got pregnant, I could not eat a vegetable for the whole first trimester. So don't wait to lose weight until you get pregnant. Don't wait to think you're going to get healthy when, you know, like all bets are off. Like I canceled my gym membership, like nothing worked anymore. So that is not the time. That is the time to kind of hunker down and say, I'm growing this baby. <laughs> yeah, Absolutely. And I can say, you know, from my own experience, like I, I was super healthy. I was one of those who got pregnant without meaning to, right? Like it was actually, I had my period on my wedding day and just didn't get it again. Like we had a honeymoon baby, but you know, I got incredibly sick during my pregnancy and stress had a lot to do with that, but like, I couldn't eat meat. A lot of the things that I loved were just not fun anymore. And I lost weight, but it was unhealthy weight loss because I was pregnant and should have been gaining weight. And, you know, so I think all of this is relevant because we need to be as healthy as possible going into pregnancy because you just don't know, <laughs> like, you know, you you don't growing know. up the whole time, like you, you just don't know. So, um, I think that's all, all really great information. And I would add, you know, I've, I've worked with a few pregnant moms, on more of the like nutritional side and, and kind of healing body. And, um, we don't detox, but a lot of times, even like, so even if you're pregnant and listening to this, it's not too late to start, like don't do a detox, but you can start by just cleaning up your diet and, and doing some of those things. And so I've had some moms lose like unhealthy baby weight or, or unhealthy weight that it was in addition to baby while still pregnant and, you know, have a healthier birth and all of that stuff. Um, but ideally we're doing this beforehand. <laughs> so. that, that would be ideal. Yeah. yeah. And, um, yeah. So in, in, in the book, I just, I basically talk, I write my story and it's really to help, you know, you and other women along the journey, just see like, Hey, I'm not alone. Right. This, this, this woman, she's a doctor. This is, she went to this OB appointment. They told her this, she went to this midwife appointment. They told her that like to really help expand what the possibilities are for you, no matter what you're going through in your own pregnancy. And to also laugh a little, you know, at my story, because it, pregnancy can be very isolating. You know, there are certain days where you just, um, just feel like the whole world's going on around you and you're not partaking in it. And so um, when I was writing the book, it really just helped move through each week and each, you know, trimester of the pregnancy. And, um, you know, I, I, I cover everything up to the birth. And then I have an entire chapter on nursing because nursing unto itself is like, the devil's in the details with the nursing. And that's why I say absolutely get a lactation specialist. And then I covered the first year of what it's like postpartum the first year and all the things that women struggle with, you know, the hair loss, the loss of sex drive, the vaginal dryness, the when is my sex drive going to come back? When is it safe to have sex? And all of these things that play couples that honestly nobody talks about. It's almost like, oh, you had your baby and, um, you know, Godspeed. But um, there's, there's a lot of support and, and just like a lot of camaraderie um, for you, even, you know, for anyone listening who's in that, in that space right now that you're not alone in that either. It's a tough year. It is. And I almost think um, maybe we should talk about the village for that first, first year after, because I, I, you know, I talk about the fourth trimester, which is silly, but, you know, it's, it's really that, that last first year with baby because a lot of things are different you've got a lot of changes whether it's just your first kid or your fifth like the, there can be 
a lot that happens. So for you, was there, you know, support network that you created um, with that? Um, and so uh, the, the nurse midwife practice that I had, they did, they had a support group of moms that would meet. Um, and you know, it's tough because then it's like, you're leaving your house, you're attached to your baby at the hip. So your baby's going with you and things like that. But it was definitely worth it to listen to other women, um, who were dealing with similar things, or even maybe at another point on the journey, whether, you know, ahead of me a little bit where I could plan and say, gosh, yeah, that's coming now. I know what to do in that situation. So I, I think it is important to have, um, the support, but also to recognize, hey, this is normal, right? Like, um, you know, whatever I'm going through, this is normal, there's somebody else, and then being able to reach out. And that's why I write about it um, in that chapter, because I think there's a lot that um, we don't realize, you know, we just think there's something wrong with us. Yeah, and I think that's true of many things, but especially with, with pregnancy, you know, it's, there's a lot to be gleaned from being part of a group and just recognizing like, oh, this isn't just me and there's not something wrong with me. Like you said, you know, this can be an experience. So just, just having those resources. Um, and I'll just say, you know, on the show, anyone who's looking for resources on how to connect, you know, in the Alaska community can reach out to me. And I know you, you probably have some ideas for those. And there was something else about that year that I want to talk about. Oh, I know. So one of the the most glaring things that I've, I found is much needed and is lacking is um, after you have your baby, you go for, I believe it's a six week checkup with your own baby. And um, they just, may, maybe they'll run blood work. Maybe they won't. They kind of just check in on you and then they let you go. Like you should be fine. Like, and that's kind of like where we see the pictures in Hollywood, like, wow, she's back to her beach body in six weeks. And that's going to be, you know, like, who does that happen to? I mean, I, I'm just so floored by that because I'm yeah. sitting there at the six week checkup, like I'm a, I'm a hot mess. Right. And, but the, the importance of having also, you know, because I'm a naturopathic doctor, of having a naturopathic doctor on your team, maybe even three months out to say, okay, let's run your blood work. Okay, all your hair is falling out. This is why hair falls out postpartum, right? This mm -hmm. is this is what we need to correct. Um, oh yeah, you're having vaginal dryness and sex is painful now. Okay, this is what we can do about it, right? Because you keep having these expectations maybe of your conventional MD and your, and your OB, and they can't meet them because they don't have the training to really help you over those hurdles, whether it be sleep or um, dysfunctional sleep or your circadian rhythm is disrupted, but all the things that can really plague a woman and hurt a marriage and interfere with your bond with your child that year can be really well addressed with a holistic practitioner. So whether it be like a a functional medicine practitioner in your neighborhood, you find a naturopathic doctor to help you, but to really be a support system for you and give you um, help and answers. And that's who I relied on, right? So I um, was an older mom and, and I wrote over 35 and pregnant as a result of my journey because I was so frustrated. But, you know, I help women who are in perimenopause and menopause. That's my specialty, but I relied on, you know, the the other doctors that I had in my phone, you know, or my, my right. old Rolodex that I called and I made appointments with to help me 
you know, so we really do need to ask for help. So if you're one of those women, you know, who's like, gosh, I don't know, you know, yeah, you can, you can white knuckle it, but there's also people out there that you can ask for help and then just receive the help. You know, motherhood should not be, it should not be walked alone. No. And I don't think it was designed to be that way, but our modern society has created this thing like, well, I'm the mom, I'm supposed to do this 24 seven, seven days a week, all the time. Um, and the reality is we need help too. So, and, um, and you know, and, and, if, and if you're pregnant and you, um, you know, are being told something that you feel doesn't resonate with you or just doesn't feel right, you do need to trust your own intuition. And I, I do want to say that because my son was breached for a lot of my pregnancy and I tried a lot of things to um, naturally to turn him to have him be in the proper position and he just couldn't turn. You know, there ended up being a reason why he didn't turn, but I, you know, when they wanted to do some more aggressive things, I, my intuition told me not to. And I'm really happy that I didn't do those things and I just let it progress as it needed to. And I do have a healthy boy now who's seven good yeah how old mine is too actually he's almost eight but yeah. yeah um and i you know i think that's really key so i i see a lot of moms in my chiropractic practice you know in that that first year so postpartum and and there's a lot of isolation and there's a lot of you know questioning our own judgment and there's a lot of just feeling like you're alone on an island and not getting the help that you need and so it's about reaching out accepting help and also just trusting that your gut knows what what needs to happen absolutely yeah i mean i firmly believe you know we get the children that we're meant to get and we are the perfect mothers for mm -hmm. the children that we get right it's kind of like a divine contract and so as women, we do need to trust that inner intuition that we are here to be champions for this baby and, and for this fetus and for ultimately our child. So, you know, we can start exercising that sooner rather than later. Absolutely. And I'll, I'll let you jump in here, you know, just sharing a little piece of my story. Actually, I don't think you know. So my son, um, you know, I was pregnant without wanting to be, I spent most of my, the first trimester, like almost wishing it would end because I, my marriage wasn't good and I just wasn't in a good place. And thankfully it didn't because I, lo I love my son and I'm, I'm glad I you know have that, but he actually came at 35 weeks and three days. And so my whole plan to have a natural birth at the birth center and all this stuff was just thrown out, you know, with the bathwater basically. And we spent the first week in the NICU with him. And that was, you know, one of the biggest struggles I've ever been through. And I, I'm sharing this because we don't know, you know, how things are going to go. We can plan and plan and plan and plan. And, and, you know, it can be a challenge. Like I've been following a friend of mine. I don't think she's quite 35, but she's like 42 weeks and they don't let you go past 42 weeks up here in Alaska. And so they're pushing her to be induced today. And it's just been a psychological battle for her to, you know, let go of what her plans were for having this baby. And ultimately it's about, our baby coming into the world and you know every everything is great but there there can be things that happen so i guess from your experience you know what 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 things would you share like i i had to do a lot of inner work to just like be okay <laughs> with with whatever happened like what suggestions do you have for moms listening that are in that yeah. i also had to do a lot of inner work because as i said you know my son was breech and um 
every natural possible thing we tried and he, and he did not turn. And so I had to come to grips with the fact that I was not going to have a home birth and that my home, my birth plan was most likely not going to go the way I intended it to go. Right. Or that my dream that I had for, you know, having, you know, our family come together as a unit of three. And so I agonized over it. I decided to not opt for the external version, which is where they, you know, induce you with a medication and try to turn the baby. And, um, you know, and I, I had to let go of a lot of that, but at the end of the day, Right. So we never know what's going to happen in pregnancy at the 11th hour. Right. And it's kind of like all bets are off. So at some point, you know, especially if you're a, a person who likes to be in control, which I want to say a lot of older moms are because a lot of us, you know, are successful. We've run businesses, we've run our life, you know, and we just feel like keep running it. But the, the baby does take over, right? It takes yeah. over your you're no longer in control. So you just have to kind of let it go and offer it up and trust that, you know, you've made the best decisions and you just have to um, let it take its course. So I ended up having a C-section. I mean, I did go into labor. Um, I wasn't induced or, you know, let them talk to, um, you know, sketch. And so my son did choose his own birthday and I went into labor, but then I knew that we have to do a C-section and, and I was fine with it. And the most important thing is a healthy mom and a healthy baby. Because yeah. as earlier, it's really like three marathons back. It's the pregnancy, it's the delivery, and then it's the patient. You get yourself so worked up in delivery and so stressed out that you make yourself sick or you get a fever or something. You're not going to be there to really uh, buck up yeah. for the milk to come in and then to be feeding your baby. So then you're going to be on the formula cycle and then you're going to be down on yourself for that. So I think, you know, just really just saying, okay, um, pick your battles. Exactly. Yeah. I think that's great advice. So where can people find your book? Amazon, over 35 and pregnant. Andrea Purcell. Yeah. Perfect. And I'll, I'll put a link to it in the show notes. But any last words you want to share with women listening? It's a journey. Just get ready for the ride of your life. Absolutely. I agree. Well, Dr. Purcell, thank you so much for joining us again. As always, it's been a pleasure to have you on the show. Well, of course, you're welcome. And just many blessings to you, Dr. Alex, and all the mature mom is listening today. Absolutely. All right. Bye everybody. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Thank you for tuning in to Rejuvenated Women, impeccable health for high-performing women, where we provide you with the tools, information, and inspiration you need to transform from overwhelmed, overworked, and overweight to vibrant, energetic, and on fire. If you enjoyed the show, please head over to iTunes to subscribe and leave us a review. Each month, I'll select one lucky reviewer to receive a special impeccable health sample kit from me. Also, I don't want to be working with you on your health only once or twice a week. I want to be in this conversation and in the trenches with you every single day. I invite you to join me in my private Facebook group for high-performing women who are ready to transform their health and lives called the Tribe of Rejuvenated Women. 
There you'll have access to free training, a community of like-minded women from around the world, and even more information, inspiration, and motivation to transform your health and become vibrant, energetic, and on fire. Until next time, remember to keep putting yourself first so that you can better serve the ones you love and the things you are passionate about.